Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Well, I got the text from David yesterday afternoon, and it was a shocker. I was not ready for that. I got it from David and then like five people right after that. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Well, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who was running for president, dropped out yesterday ahead of the New Hampshire primary, recognizing that he doesn't have a path forward. Um, You know, I mean, it's one of those things where if you look at Iowa and if you finish within 10 percentage points of Donald Trump, you can justify going on, but getting doubled up on like that and then seeing the polls don't have you faring much better. Yeah, I mean, there's probably the right decision to just go ahead and old yeller this campaign. That's what he did. This is what he said. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. Ooh, boom. What would you think of the wording of that when you first heard it at uh, the end there with Nikki Haley? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, Trump's not the only guy in the race, and, and so Nikki Haley is still there. So, yeah, you might as well say exactly why you're picking Trump over Haley. Yeah. Well, I think it was like in a short amount of space, he completely nailed why so many people are against Nikki Haley that are Republican voters. Yeah. They don't want to go backwards. They don't want to go back to Jeb and everything before Jeb from 2016. So, yeah, took the shot. And, I mean, now it's all about, well, does Nikki Haley really have a chance? She got what she wanted. It's one-on-one now, and this would be her chance. I still don't see it. Do you see it any different? Not really, no. No. Well, no. And one thing that was probably predictable, the nickname got retired. That's N- usually what happens with the Trumpster. Yeah, Donald Trump was working the rope line and uh, made the announcement that, yes, about DeSanctimonious. Yes. Will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. <laughs> Oh, people seem to like that. Yeah. Okay. Something we'll get into a little bit later, uh, because you have, you know, some pundits saying this was one of the worst disasters of any political campaign in history. I'm like, really? I, I never thought that way. We've never seen anything like what we've seen over the last year. Well, and start with Trump. We've never seen anything like Trump, and probably won't ever yeah. again. But then in the last year, with the indictments and everything that came down that's when a lot of it flipped trump was already leading then but then it the margin was huge yeah 
yeah, that that was the moment where the polls just completely and never completely diverted and never recovered for Ron DeSantis. No. And some people saying, well, this is it for him. He's done with presidential politics. No, I didn't think so either. No, not even close. He'll be back in 28. There are a lot of Republican voters that love him. That think, you know, he really has shown the way to lead a state. And I think that's true. I think he'd make a great president. But, you know, it was pretty clear months ago. I think we all said it, that I don't think anything is stopping this Trump train right now. If he would have taken my advice and gotten himself into a couple of indictment situations, maybe he <laughs> right. would have had a chance. But he didn't. He should have robbed a 7-Eleven or something. You what know? are you doing, Ron? Um, meanwhile, I don't know if you happen to see this. Um, apparently, Trump was mistaking Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi. During a speech. I've never seen a, a presidential candidate or president do this before. <laughs> this is all new. New right. ground we're covering. Well, here's the thing. So it was covered on NBC. I, you know, I'm looking, you know, who's covering what today? And I see on Good Morning America, and it's George Stephanopoulos and John Carl talking about this happening the other night. And the thing is to me, and I'll play you the clip. Remember last week? Biden is saying, I just took my picture with her. Where is she? She wasn't there. Yeah. And we were looking to see, are they going to cover this in legacy media? I did not see it. Did you guys see it? I did not. No. Nope. So to me, if you're going to cover one, you cover both. Don't you? Nah. If you're a news organization, that's what I would think. Well, if you were a news organization, you would. Right, yeah, I guess if you're just propaganda. That's all. They're not. Okay. So I'll just roll this clip out, and because there's some real concern here. He's been showing more and more confusion in his stump speeches. George, that moment, which, by the way, the Biden campaign has already cut into an ad, oh, is sake. really something. Donald Trump is truly confused about who Nikki Haley is. <laughs> Time out. This is really remarkable, because they don't cover any of the Biden stuff. Unbelievable. Biden... Yeah, referred to himself as a Senate candidate. He did. Like two weeks ago. And Kamala has the president more than once. Again, just a few days ago. Appreciate it very much. I also want to mention Congressman De Deborah Ross. Where's Deborah? This year, I just had my picture taken with her. That's probably why she left. No, all kidding to stop. Anyway, you, you can, oh, she couldn't be here, actually. That's not true. I got it mixed up. What? And she has, uh, you know, she fights very hard for the people of this district, and she's up in Washington right now. That guy's people are going to use an ad that Donald <laughs> Trump's confused? Yes. yes. That guy's people? Yes. yes. Holy yes. smokes. So back to little George and John Carl. Thinks somehow that she was in charge of security at the Capitol on January 6th, clearly confusing her with Nancy Pelosi. But we've seen him confuse uh, Joe Biden with Barack Obama. He thinks that he beat Obama. We saw at one point he talked about how um, Biden was going to get us into World War II. Uh, so there, there has been... You know, there, there have been moments, there have been moments, and there have been several moments on the campaign trail uh, where, where he has seemed quite frankly moment, out of it. And we should underscore, he's confusing Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi as he's telling a lie yeah. about Nancy Pelosi. Okay, so yeah, yeah, he's, hold on. We'll get to that in a second. Holy smokes. This is really rich, isn't it? Yeah. It's really Dude. concerning, his mental acuity. Joe Biden repeatedly turns around and tries to shake hands with a person who's not there. Correct. 
has a hard time getting off the stage. Forgets when people are dead. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? <laughs> I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. Right. But, yeah, that campaign's going to capitalize on this other guy losing a step. Boy, it's something. Mm-hmm. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think these guys have this wrong. Okay. I, and I'm I'm the one that could be wrong. Just roll a clip. Yeah, yeah. He's of course Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House. She was not actually in charge of security though <laughs> at the Capitol. And he says that he had offered uh, her troops, which again is not true. But regardless, it's not just the lie. It's that he doesn't. He's confused about who Nikki Haley is, the person he's running against. And you can see it in that clip that we played just part of. He says Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. It's like he's looking to find looking it in his brain word. somewhere. John Carl, thanks very much. Wait a second. Nancy Pelosi didn't want the National Guard. Well, no, January sixth. No, yeah, she Capitol Police. Yeah, Capitol all of Police it together. would be it. Yeah, all of it together. She did not want that. He said we have to have more people there. I am freaking dumbfounded. They're going to make this a part of a campaign against a guy, as you've mentioned numerous times. Can't put a sentence together either. Invents words that don't make any sense. It's and, astounding. And, and this to me. is what we're going to run on. Are you serious? I know. Are you serious? <laughs> Do you want quid pro quo here? Because we got boatloads of it. Meanwhile, and you have a clip from Biden that I don't think I've heard yet, and it's, he's talking about Hamas. Well, perfect lead in here. Joe Biden shuffled his way through another speech on Friday, made this claim about the Hamas attack on Israel. Oh, but remember, this is just a stutter. Okay. Okay. Have you already heard this, Scott? Nope, have not. All right, roll it. I, I think one of the reasons the Houthi, I can't prove this, one of the reasons the, the, the Hamas did what they did was I was about to work out a deal with Saudi Arabia wanting to normalize relations. I mean, fully normalize relations with Israel and bring along six other Arab nations to change the dynamic in the region. He confused the Houthis and Hamas. <laughs> That's very concerning, George. George, we're seeing this again and again. He's seeing dead people. It's like a sixth sense sort of thing. Maybe he has special powers. We don't know. Uh, but yes, it is concerning. You know, nonetheless. Part of, part of the dark Brandon superpower. <laughs> Golly. Okay, much to get to. Um, the White House right now is claiming that impeaching Mayorkas is unconstitutional. Yeah. How? We'll get to that. Much more coming up. With a buck, buck here, buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. 
This ad furnished by Nesmit Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com my doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Hi, this is Nicholas Cage. When you're a teenager, there are a lot of things going on that can produce stress and anxiety. The pressures of school, dating, and the future in general can seem overwhelming sometimes. But there are healthy ways to deal with stress, ways to reduce it and channel your energy in positive directions. And you don't have to do it alone. The Will Rogers Institute has a free booklet with some really helpful information. For your free copy, visit wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm Jeff Gordon. As a four-time NASCAR champion, nothing is more important to me than winning a race, especially the race to cure children's cancer. Each day, more than 40,000 children are undergoing cancer treatment at hospitals throughout the United States. Cure Search for Children's Cancer supports the research and treatment for 90% of those children. Only research cures children's cancer. Join the Jeff Gordon Children's Foundation in supporting this winning team. Get involved at CureSearch.org. Cancer is a big idea for a small child. She dreams of being a figure skater. We're trying to figure out what to do next. Each school day, two classrooms of children are diagnosed with cancer. The doctor said there's hope. I'll be brave, Mommy. If I could just take her place. It's okay, Daddy. Only research cures childhood cancer. Give today. You can help fund this life-saving research to conquer childhood cancer. Visit CureSearch.org. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So it's unconstitutional to impeach the Department of Homeland Security Director Alejandro Mayorkas? Yeah, House Republicans are moving forward with this effort. They're doing some hearings and whatnot. Uh, Ian Sams, he's a White House spokesman, shared an open letter claiming that it was unconstitutional to impeach Mayorkas because, get this, they're saying you can't impeach based on policy. So now it's not just a once-in-a-generation global problem at the border. It's a policy decision. Interesting that now they're admitting they, they're doing it on purpose. All right, roll this. Well, I'm going to well, let my colleagues... Go ahead. I'm going to let... Yeah, my hold on. 
Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, though, was asked if that really was the position of the administration. Is this, do you see this as unconstitutional? I mean, the policy is to protect the border. You can't let people just run through. Well, and if he's not going to get fired, then you got to take matters into your own hands. Yes, I mean, that's I mean, been that's, the argument for all the last got, you know, right? three years, basically. And that's the only thing you have to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm going to let my colleague's uh, letter stand for itself. I've been very clear on how we feel and what we, be- what we think about these impeachment proceedings and, the- and a proceeding that is not even allowing uh, Secretary Marcus to testify. I'm just trying to, to gather, though, because it came to us from, you know, the White House, obviously, yeah. that, you know, is this something that the administration is going to fight in court um, on, the, on a constitutional basis that this is not something that could happen? Yeah, and I will say I'm going to let my, my White House uh, uh, colleagues at the council the council's office uh, respond to that he and sam's <laughs> followed up and said that it was a two by four across the face of the constitution quote they're debasing something as constitutionally grave as impeachment by trying to turn it into a little more than a mean tweet democrats impeached donald trump over a phone call yes they did up yours oh yeah this is what drives people crazy when you're just talking to regular people and about, you know, this impeachment, it, it should be a slam dunk because everyone knows what's happened to this country over the last three years. Millions and millions of people flooding across. And you have the media and the left trying to say, you know, all the people that want to enforce the border, they're just xenophobic. They're racist, which is not true. It's that you have to have law and order. And obviously, by design, they wanted this to happen for all of these millions of people to just roll through. And then, as you know, people have wanted this guy to get impeached for the longest time. It's finally happening. And then, well, you know, as far as the procedure goes, um, no, in within the Constitution and and people's minds are blown. It's just yeah. listen. This is the Department of Homeland Security. We're not secure now because we've let all these people in on some technicality. Someone with some common sense get in there and take care of business. And that's why so many people tune out because they know there's nothing they can do. It gets caught up with all of these D.C. wonks. And it's like, who is running things? When you call down the thunder, you get it in return. That's all there is to it. You impeach a guy over a phone call, then you damn well better believe it's going to come back on you. But when you're the left and you control the media and the message, people are frustrated by it. It's human nature, man. You know what? I think this is true. That it's also one of the reasons that some people will just gravitate toward watching football games. Because there's a winner and a loser. Should be anyway. Shouldn't be decided by the refs. People get upset by that. But there's a clear winner and loser, and then you go on with life. And, you know, big ratings over the weekend with the NFL. Yeah. And the one thing no one saw coming was that Travis Kelsey's brother would actually upstage Taylor Swift, which is what some people were saying yesterday with the Bills-Chiefs game. After after Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown, it's his brother, Jason, who we all think is going to retire. The Philadelphia Eagle, mm-hmm. who's a little bit bigger and burlier, is shirtless, doing like that Viking roar yeah. with a can of beer in his hand. Roar! <laughs> like crawling out the window of the uh, suite that he's in. 
giving high fives to people in the in the crowd. It was amazing. It yeah, he went amazing. into the crowd and then chugged a beer with the crowd. Oh yeah. He's like about five dudes I went to high school with. <laughs> I mean he is, right? Just like kind we of both regular guy. guys like that, taking yeah. shirts off and oh, yeah. sucking down suds. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that sort of thing. So now you got the Chiefs and the Ravens next weekend in Baltimore. And then you got Detroit, which is a great story. It is. Long-suffering fans going to San Francisco who barely skated by Green Bay. Yeah. You can make the argument they should have been beat. Yep. So that should be really interesting. Did did you see some of the Swifties getting a little bit uh, miffed about Jason Kelsey, though? I did not. Oh, is the camera going to him distracting, too? Is that what you're saying? I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe maybe if Taylor Swift took off her shirt and chugged a few beers, more guys would be okay <laughs> with with the camera going to her. I'm just saying. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, I'm looking up at the box right now, and Taylor Swift has removed her shirt and chugging beer. <laughs> oh, it's just overdone. With the Taylor yeah. Swift thing. See him do the hard and, thing to her? Yes, and, the, yeah. and then the commercials. And then Pfizer boy, he's back on again. Oh, yeah. You know, make sure, you know, get your 80th booster <laughs> like right. me. Even, I'm getting paid to tell you about it. Even though he probably didn't. Who knows? Right. You don't know. I have no idea. But it's like, that. doesn't that just feel? Yeah. What is your word, skeezy? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit skeezy. Yeah, just <laughs> you look at it and go like, Ugh. "Really, you're taking yeah. that money for that?" You, dude, you can take money from anybody. I know. I just, I don't like it either. Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. All right, David. Biggest story today. Uh, biggest story of the day in the political world is that Ron DeSantis dropped out uh, ahead of the New Hampshire primary um, and immediately endorsed Donald Trump, saying, "Hey, look, we can't go back as a party to you know the corporatist globalist." Uh, platform of the GOP that once existed with Nikki Haley. We got to we got to get behind Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the best part of the message. Yep. Like the clear picture of what we're looking at right now. Um, something else we got to get to, and you have the audio of this. Um, the founder of Moms for Liberty was on MSNBC, um, and some people thought what she was saying was a bit inappropriate. We'll decide. Get to that much more coming up right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. So some people thought this was a little inappropriate, David? Well, yeah, and it's always a, a little bit funny to me that anyone would have a problem with this because they're fine with this content being given in schools. Uh, but mm -hmm. the Parental Rights Group, Moms for Liberty, founded in part by a woman named Tiffany Justice, she did an interview on Joy Reid's show on MSNBC. I don't know if you saw this last week, but there had been some left-wing lunatics gathering in New York outside of a, a building where Moms for Liberty was meeting. They were speaking truth to power by condemning moms who don't want porn in school libraries. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Joy was having a really hard time with the idea that maybe some parents don't want their kids to be reading about weird fetish material. 
Joy's pretty clueless and certainly joyless. Really clueless. Here we go. What is the expertise that you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning oh, book like All Boys Aren't Blue, isn't All appropriate? Right. Stop right there. Uh, Stop with the... Where's your expertise? Ex they do this all the time. That expert thing is over, man. The expert over. class bit over. is pretty much done, done. with people. Well, done. They're moms who don't like seeing what they're seeing. Right. Well, you, there's been so many different things. Yeah. I mean, you got a bunch of doctors out there that are saying the best thing for your child that's confused about their gender is to start taking puberty blockers. It's, You're the expert? Yeah, I know. Uh, no. No, we're not believing the freaking experts anymore. No, we're done with the experts. Exactly. So anyway, all right, it goes on. For students to read. What, what, is are, what a tragic story of a young man who's anally raped by his adult family member. So you mm. have incest, rape, pedophilia. Mm. Um, in what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for what? public school? Just, what? I mean, that's my I take it that's part of the offensive part? Yeah. But she's mm. referencing what's in the materials that's being provided to students. Right. Yeah, okay. Let, I mean, that's my question mm -hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo or the rape mm. of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, 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 you, no, no, no wait, We're talking on. about no, public no, no. school. One, one moment. All right. I, you, I'm interviewing you, and you're not interviewing me, so let's oh, just make sure it's a conversation, okay? Okay, great. So what I'm saying to you is that it's, as you are not an expert, in this book, I don't have it, to hold be an expert no, 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 hold on dildos a second. aren't one appropriate moment, for public one school. I mean, this book. Okay. Of course, that's the way that's going to go. Yeah. Man, when you don't have an argument, that's where you go. Are you experts an expert? Say. Are you an expert? Do you have a, a master's degree, a PhD? And I'm interviewing you, so I'm not going to answer any questions. It's going to side this thing one way. Hey, get lost. You know, we'll get to this a little bit later. It was something that Bill Maher was basically talking about over the weekend. And I'm paraphrasing here. It's not so much between right and left anymore. It's between normal and crazy, like insane. And I, that's just another example of that to me. Yeah. Well, the experts say, uh, as far as reading about strap-ons, it should be great. I mean, right. what are we talking about? Right, exactly. I mean, when you have right now, especially after the pandemic, like two or three decades worth of reading comprehension gains that have been wiped out, yep. I think we can leave the fetish sex toys right on the back burner okay agree by the way here's some good news saw this it was just real quick like headline of a piece wall street journal pop goes the dei bubble and it's talking about i'll just read from part of it like everything based on the writings of Karl marx seeing oppressors and colonial struggles everywhere dei was doomed to fail the uniformity of thought known as intersectionality fostered by DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, meant all oppressed people must support all others who are oppressed. But that idea burst on October 7th when Hamas raped, murdered, and kidnapped Israelis. Many liberals, especially Jewish ones, couldn't support genocidal colonized terrorists. The long march is now in retreat. And by the way, ESG... Or investing based in environmental, social, and governance principles peaked last June. And remember this, when BlackRock CEO Larry Fink said he would stop using the word ESG anymore because it's been entirely weaponized. <laughs> That's yeah. the way they say it, like they're victims. Oh, yeah, it's been, by yeah. you. No, because people Larry. found out what it was. Well, yeah. And how you're holding 
basically companies hostage you to do weapon- all these things. You weaponized it. Yes. Weenie. But anyway, it says the good news is that economics eventually outlasts the control freaks. Central planning loses. Real life is about markets that every day transmit trillions of price signals of human desires. So preferred pronouns are fading. College admissions and maybe hiring based on race is illegal. DEI departments are being deconstructed. So all of that, I think, is good news for the country. I think most would agree. You don't have to get when you out of work DEI guy. Where do you go? You got to go get a real job now. Yeah, for yeah. so. Yeah. All right. That time of the show may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention today. David, what's your story? <laughs> well, we go to Fredericksburg, uh, Virginia for this one. A middle school teacher was arrested and charged after she chased a group of girls while pointing an AR-15 at them. Now, what happened oh. here, though, you got this 35-year-old teacher, Deronda Bailey. Uh, she is a teacher at Walker Grant Middle School. Um, these girls ran up and did the whole ding-dong ditch thing, rang the doorbell, and ran off. Uh Yeah. They did it twice in the same Mm day. So Deronda, she gets in her car with her her AR. Oh, boy. And and, and drives and brandishes the firearm at them. And so she's been arrested and she's facing charges. Now, I'm not going to necessarily condone that kind of behavior, but I understand – and I will say this, those girls will never play that game again. No. That, that is definitely way more impactful to a young mind than a stern talking to. Okay? <laughs> it's an attention grabber. No doubt about it. Jeez. All right, Scott, for, uh, what's your story? What do you got today? A transgender golfer named Haley Davidson won a tournament in Florida. The victory improved his chances of earning a spot on the LPGA qualifying tour. 30 years old, native of Scotland, now resides in Florida, won the NXXT Women's Classic on January the 17th. I did not know this. Golf's doing this? Yes, golf is doing this. It's noteworthy for a couple of reasons. If this guy is successful and earns a spot on the qualifying tour, he will be the first man competing in a professional women's golf tournament. The other reason is that golf is billed as a professional women's golf tour focused on elevating women's golf. Irony? Yes. So the win propelled this guy, this Davidson guy, to the top of the tour's leaderboard where he, she boasts a total score of 1320. That's 150 points ahead of the woman in second place of the top five tournaments held. And if he finishes within the top five, which he surely will, he will then qualify for the PGA, LPGA. There's going to be a fight there. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. Can't tell you. We didn't tell you this was coming, man. Who stands up first? Women athletes stand up. I think there will be some. I hope there is. There's got to be some push. Because if you lay down on this, it'll just continue to happen. Oh, Goodness, over yes. and over again. It's like every other sport. I mean, there's shot a serious... two over, by the way, to win this tournament. It depends on the course and the conditions. I don't know exactly what well, that means. Well, you know more about this else. than I do, but the club head speed they said is yes. noticeable. Oh, there's no doubt about you it. Know, 150 I mean, miles per hour or more versus like 95 for a woman, generally speaking. When you're talking about the average club head pro. speed, yes, average yes. pro, yes. yes, it's huge. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay, be keeping an eye on that one. There's a picture of me smiling, holding the trophy. Of course. Uh, for my story, mm-hmm. for what's your story? It's actually one that I brought to the table for you, Scott. And in some ways, it does sort of deal with sports here. Um, I saw it at Politico, and the title was, Could a Baseball Star Really Flip Diane Feinstein's Seat in California? Oh, I know who this is. Who is it? Steve Garvey. I Steve, read a... Steve Garvey, the former Dodger. Yeah, he wasn't a well-liked guy. What do you mean, when he played? Yeah. What, why, why? He was because the hair didn't move, and he was perfect in every way, and... And he was cheating on his wife, and it got found out about, and then there was that whole kerfuffle for a while. But he's still loved as a Dodger great, is he not? I, I guess. I'm not a Dodger fan, but I would guess that's probably true, yes. Would you like to have a signed ball from Steve Garvey? Sure, I'll take it. Here's the thing, and this is why I brought it up. Um, as the story goes, this was out of Compton, California. Steve Garvey sitting in the back seat of his Hyundai Genesis. Outside of this uh, bakery. Hyundai Genesis. Yes. That's what he was driving? Yes. Okay. Um, inside, it awaits a gaggle of TV cameras and onlookers. It's going on. I didn't realize Steve Garvey was 75, but he is. Oh, I didn't. Oh, geez. Really? Yes. Wow. And you know what he does as he gets out of the car? He goes back into his trunk where he keeps a fresh case of tissue-wrapped Rawlings baseballs. Nice. He signs baseballs for people. Well, that's, he'll get my vote. See, that's all it would take for go. Robbins. Yep. I'm like, wow. Wouldn't get I don't my think vote. you have one of these. He represents Major League Baseball, and Major League Baseball hates you. Uh, that may be true, uh, but he's still going against the Democrat in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's communist versus communist. I'll take his policies. Yes. He's 75. In four more years, he can run for president. (laughs) It's true. I just thought that was really interesting. Well, and I mean, he does sort of have the star power and a name. Well, that's that's with an older group of people who have seen their state go crazy over the last 10 to, you know, 20 years. And name recognition can help a lot. Yes, there's no doubt. So that'll be interesting to see. But yeah. What would it take to get your vote? Scott Robbins, sign my ball. That's it. Steve Garvey says no problem. Done. (laughs) Here you go. Uh, Okay. Oh, the latest on the New Hampshire primary. It's over, isn't it? We will get to that and much more coming up right here. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast enough. 
and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Texting Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. No New Hampshire, now that Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the race. A lot of people feel like, yeah, Trump's going to run away with this now. Because from the polling, from the people that were, you know, supporting DeSantis, it looked like more were going to go to Trump than would be Nikki Haley. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. But every once in a while... There's a game changer that happens that you don't see coming. And I think this very well could be in play right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if you even saw the story. I didn't see it. Uh, Former Arkansas governor, Asa Hutchinson, uh, is now backing Nikki Haley. Huge! That is huge for all three of his supporters. That's big news. I saw where Kinzinger supported Nikki Haley, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, great. It's like list of people that no one cares who they support. Who gives a fat frog's And then it ends up to be a story somewhere. <laughs> what? Asa Hutchinson endorsement. The all-important Asa Hutchinson endorsement. <laughs> like they didn't figure who it would be anyway, being the establishment old-school Republican. Nikki promised him a place in the cabinet if she's elected. Oh, my goodness, man. Remember when Trump was calling him Asa or Ada? Ada, yeah. Yeah, He called him Ada. Yeah. And he wouldn't tell Tucker Carlson why. Thought he might get in a little bit of trouble. I hope at some point in time we figure that out. Asa, but I call him Ada. Uh, Why do you call him Ada? You know, I could tell you, but I don't want to get myself in a little trouble but he's weak and pathetic and he was uh, i never understood the guy never knew him there was... Know, he was starting to talk about some forms of gun control yeah in arkansas well he so one of the explanations and... for the ada thing because that's yeah. that's something that i have actually and i know i'm it's, it's pathetic that i'm admitting this but <laughs> i've actually lost sleep trying to figure out why he's calling him ada what is that but uh, and you have a theory. One of the theories is that he's making reference to the Americans with Disabilities Act. Oh, but hmm. I don't. I, that's a stretch. and if that's what, true, that's kind of a stretch. Like you got it. The nickname yeah. has to kind of make sense to people, and you got to explain it why they're why you're calling him that. Is Ada a girl's name? Yes, an old girl's name. I thought maybe that's what it was. Yeah, but an old guy doesn't make fun of an old guy, does he, for being old? It depends. I guess you could with Joe, right? Yeah. 
But still, I mean, it's not so much old as he's saying you're a woman. That's what I... Well, that's an interesting take. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. He's the first guy with a palindrome name. But then, I mean, I wasn't yeah. staying awake at night. It wasn't bothering me. It, it <laughs> is bothering me. Around, I, rolling around in my brain. I, I, I'm like, is it me? Am I just not getting it? Like, what's going on? It's like a joke that other people are in on, and I'm just not getting it. Well, did the sanctimonious ever really make sense? Not really. No, well, not really. I, no. I, I, I don't think it really fit all that well. The, the, one, that I, the, the one that bothered me the most was the sanctus, because I have no clue what that means. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little strange. But anyway, yes. Asa Hutchinson has spoken. He yeah. is back. Nikki <laughs> Haley. Oh, it's huge. Uh, meanwhile, David, do you have a piece of audio of a cat that can talk? Uh, yeah, a guy caught his cat how to say okay. Okay. Right. I'll just roll it, see if this is real. If you're happy and you know it, say okay. If you're happy and you know it, say okay. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, say okay. Well, that's kind of of cool and weird. That's adorable and also the sound of crushing loneliness that you just heard. Yeah. This poor dude. Man, oh, man. Okay, one more time. I know you want to hear it, Robbins. Can your cat do anything like this, either one? I don't think so. No? If you're happy and you know it, say okay. (laughs) Does he have to sing that song to get it? The cat to say okay? Could he do something else like, hey, you want a beer? (laughs) Want a beer? You know? (laughs) See that? But you got to sing in front of it every time. That could be Bud Light's big comeback if they just featured that cat. <laughs> there you go. Want a beer? <laughs> okay. The whole cat thing, man. <laughs> no, Was no. it Jim Gaffigan that had the whole bit on? Because you're in, a, in an apartment, Scott. Yeah. With a cat. Two cats. Yeah. Made this bit about people with cats in an apartment. We all have the friend with the cat, right? In the small place, you visit them, the cat does their business. You don't really acknowledge it. You just go on with the conversation. What do you want on your pizza? Bleach. <laughs> Fabrice, can we open a window or knock down a wall? <laughs> I thought that was actually uh, pretty funny. Yeah, you got to keep up to the, on that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you like that one. I don't hate it. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Of course, big news over the weekend. Ron DeSantis drops out of the race. It's just no more sanctimonious. Just Trump and Nikki Haley now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trump spoke about it. What about a possible VP pick there, huh? Yeah, this was an interview with Fox News, and it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Nah, uh, no. Is there a possibility, since 
you say it's water under the bridge. He could be vice president or serving your cabinet. He hasn't asked yeah. for any of those positions. No, he I don't think he no, he But is there a possible of the joining of forces? Well, it's probably unlikely, but, you know, I have to be honest. It's, everything's a possibility, but I think it's highly unlikely. I have a lot of great people, and I have great people that have been with me right from the beginning. Who do you think it's going to be? I heard Elise Stefanik. Heard that, too. Yeah, that's been floated out there a bunch. You thinking that's true, David? Uh, maybe. I, I, I'd be kind of... I don't know how much it matters, though. I, I think, as we've talked about with the uh, with Trump and DeSantis teaming up, that's almost like that's a band that just there are two great musicians that just don't mesh well together. Like I, I don't. I think maybe you need somebody to sort of soften the image a little bit more, kind of like Mike Pence did for Donald Trump in 2016. Yeah. I don't know. And so I, I I don't really put too much stock in who the VP is going to be. I think Ron DeSantis' best bet is to just continue to kick butt in Florida. And then, you know, you'll be term limited out in a couple of years here, and you'll have almost two years to get ready for 2028. You know, I suppose you got to think about the people that will end up deciding the election. Yeah. And it's the swing voters in the swing states, the independents. They could go either way. And so, you know, does a VP pick make it more palatable for one than another? Maybe. I don't know. We know how much people dislike Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah. With Trump, you never know, though. I mean, it's like you could say, well, let's find somebody that will help with these suburban women. Right. Yeah. But who's that going to be? And will it really help? Because he's at the top of the ticket. That could be Stefanik. It absolutely could be. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to appeal to moms, say. Like, we just want sanity back. That might do it. Again, usually the VP pick doesn't have a whole lot to do with what people decide, but maybe it will. I wondered a little bit about Tim Scott, who was very quick to endorse him. Well, that and did you see that he got engaged? Like, the day that, yeah, the day Ron DeSantis dropped out, he says, yeah, she said yes. He's uh, getting married. Oh, well. And then, you know, the jokes were kind of flying because there's been sort of a under the table kind of rumor that. Maybe he's a what they used to call a confirmed bachelor. Yes, meaning what does gay. that mean? Well, it, well, that he's a confirmed bachelor. That he's gay. Yeah, a la Lindsey Graham. Yeah, that's what they've said about yeah. him for years. Yeah. So I again, I, I don't... thought you said la la Lindsey Graham. <laughs> I know I said Lindsey Graham. I did not say la la. <laughs> you said a la. I'm sorry. I did. So, did I? You said a la Lindsey Graham. Yes. I thought you said la la. <laughs> Meaning like thought, Lindsey hey, no. Graham. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I, yeah, to me, I, so the jokes were out there like, yeah, hey, look, Tim, we want you to be the VP, but you got to like dispel those rumors. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Oh. The yeah. timing might just be a coincidence. It, but. It, yeah, it was. I agree with you, David. It was a bit odd. Yeah. When I saw it, I'm like, really? Well. Well, yeah, I guess you could make the argument he was running for president in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. It's really busy. Not a whole lot of time to start planning a wedding and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I have no idea. Uh, we don't know any of these people. Don't know. Here's a question for you because John Carl, you know, he's political analyst he's at ABC. Um, did you hear what he said about the DeSantis campaign? No. No, I can't wait, though. Okay. I just want your take on uh, 
Carl's hot take here. Uh, this is, was a spectacular failure, one of the greatest in all of American politics. I mean, DeSantis, if you go back... Okay, stop it. Uh, stop right there. I think that got the same reaction from David as to what I had when I heard that. Um, really? Hillary Clinton exists. Yeah. Well, it depends on how far you want to go back. Right. right. You know, different people that look like, man, they could win this thing. And then an affair is <laughs> discovered. Or, and, oh, they got to drop out. Or, you know, in one case, Howard Dean yells kind of weirdly. Oh, And yeah. the whole campaign falls apart. That was it. That was it. That did him in. Yep. He was done after that. Yep. So I don't know, man. That that seems like a lot. Spectacular failure, one of the greatest in all of American politics. I mean, DeSantis, if you go back uh, to about a year ago, was actually beating Donald Trump in several polls. There was a December 22 poll in the New York, in, in the Wall Street Journal that had him up 14 points over Trump. Gee. John, what happened? Yeah, he I spent did. some $150 million, if you count all the money from his super PAC, and he did nothing but go down and down and down. Basically, George, one big factor, he never took the fight to Donald Trump until he was already mortally wounded. No. Nope. So you, you are the political analyst at this network, and you don't bring up the obvious? Yeah. I mean, Trump had three things go right for him. As as funny as it as it as it is here, and one is that he is still popular within the Republican Party. Believe it or not, John Carl, a lot of Republican voters thought he got jobbed the first time around and would like yep. to see him elected president again. So that's built in. Number two, Donald Trump didn't show up to the debates, and so never was in a position where he would have the quote unquote fight taken to him. And you can criticize that or praise that, whatever it worked. And yep. then three, what happened in March of last year? He got indicted mm. for the first time, and that's where oh, the polls yeah. separated dramatically yeah. and stayed there. Yep. I don't know. Think John Carl's paying attention to these things, or I don't know. Didn't he just write a book critical of Trump? Yeah. But yes. I mean, why I is this guy even doing this job? Because it's just propaganda. It's crap. That's what it is. Meanwhile, another story. Uh, apparently, we're ready to solve the border crisis. Who's ready? Uh, Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden says he's ready to solve the border crisis, which his own administration has refused to call a crisis. But Republicans, those mean Republicans, are getting in the way, says Joe. <sighs> in October, I asked Congress to fund uh, for funding that would add another 20 additional 22,000 additional border agents. It doesn't mean anything. Hundreds of new immigration judges to make the judgments on the spot. A new new detection equipment to stop fentanyl from coming into the oh, country. Okay. And by the way, I've worked with China and Mexico to slow the flow of fentanyl in the United States. As I speak, it's way down. Now, the question is for the Speaker and the House Republicans. Are they ready to act as well? They have to choose whether they want to solve a problem or keep weaponizing the issue to score political points against the President. I'm ready to solve the problem. I really am. Massive changes. And I mean it sincerely. Oh, no, you don't. Of course you don't. You created the problem <laughs> on purpose. Oh. Could have solved it a long time ago. And I, I thought the border was secure. Well. Kind of goes against that statement, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, of course it does. The border here. All right. Something else we've talked about a few times. Another story on it now. Electric vehicles sitting on car lots yeah. across the country. Man. Well, and, and now Ford is reducing the production? 
yeah, they are reducing production of the F-150 Lightning electric pickup after weaker-than-expected electrical vehicle sales growth. Uh, so about uh, 1,400 employees will be impacted at the uh, Dearborn, Michigan assembly line as they're cut, cutting back to just one shift now. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, they, they said, hey, look, we sold 24,000 Lightnings last year. That's up 55% from 2022. But dealerships are saying, hey, we have a lot of these trucks sitting on our lots and no one wants to buy them. They start out at just under $50,000. I mean, trucks can be expensive anyway. Even gas-powered trucks, especially right now, are are very expensive. Um, But this particular truck is not all that reliable. There was the video of the guy who's trying to road trip across America who wound up having to get towed to a uh, to a charging station because well he couldn't find a place to charge it yep i mean that's a problem no it didn't help in this last week because it's freezing temperatures everywhere and that story out of chicago with the tesla drivers oh yeah know, i saw that let's stranded yeah they because they wouldn't start i mean that's also a problem nothing no juice it's still on zero percent and this is like three hours this morning being out here after being out here eight hours yesterday. You've been here since when? 5 p.m. yesterday. So 20 hours or so? Yeah, about. Man, this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Seriously. Just, oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Dead robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that dude. Well, I saw this thing with these Uber drivers, too. These guys that were make their money driving Uber with these electric vehicles that have to wait eight hours to get oh, them charged. Yeah. They're, I mean, time is money, man. Yes. Yeah. And meanwhile, Ford is creating 900 new jobs and adding a third crew at its assembly plant in Michigan to meet demand for the Bronco SUV and the Ranger midsize pickup truck. Oh! Yeah. Well, they don't care about the environment. A bunch of people don't, apparently. Well, no, they, they got their federal money, and then they said, okay, well, I know we're going to have to lay off a bunch of workers, but whatever. We got our money. At some point, we got to make products that people want. Yeah. That's the deal. Meanwhile, speaking of products that well, people want, that they used to want, they don't anymore. Sports Illustrated. Who Might have heard the story Dang. on Friday. You were talking about it, Scott. Yeah. Um, well, to say significantly downsized their workforce, they pretty much laid off everybody. everybody. It yeah. seemed like. Now, there were a few people that said, wait, hold on a second. It's not done yet. We're still going to be operating. Okay? This was just a significant cut in the workforce. And then you go through, you know, the different stories about this. A lot of people are just talking about the death of Sports Illustrated. Um, You know, the model's been out of date for quite a while. There were other ways they were trying to survive. And then, as I, I read one person saying, we are still going to do our best to commit to what this brand is all about. Which is what now? I don't even know what it is all about anymore. Ensuring the traditional, you know, Ad-supported Sports Illustrated media pillar has best-in-class stewardship to preserve the complete integrity of the brand's legacy. They just got busted for having AI writers. Yeah, right. A month ago. Well, you had a transgender dude on the cover of the swimsuit issue. Yes. No one wants to see that. That buys Sports Illustrated. No one does. Understand who your audience is, man. It's like Rolling Stone. What They write about music anymore? I don't think so. That is remarkable. I did not know that that was even real. Yeah. It seemed the Babylon Bee headline about that. Like, oh, was that real? It was. Yes. 
like, you know, Sports Illustrated trying to figure out where it went wrong after having, you know, the the plus size swimsuit and the trans swimsuit. Yeah, Lizzo the year before, Lizzo like, and now you've got the transgender dude. And you've got AI writers. I don't know why we're not selling magazines anymore. What's going on? Yeah, it is something. Dang, this is not hard to figure out. No, it really isn't. No, it's just, you know, it's old model. No doubt about it. Oh, you know what we got to get to? Did you see this thing? Some of the weirdest things people left in the hotels last year? This is always fun. Get to that. And the Trump trial has been postponed. An update on that. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So the E. Jean Carroll trial against Trump was postponed today. I don't know if you heard about that. I did not not. hear about that. Uh, The judge overseeing uh, the civil case postponed until tomorrow after one juror reported feeling ill. And then one or more of the parents of Trump's lawyer had COVID. She had dinner with them apparently Friday and then had a fever over the weekend. So they're postponing it. And also requesting that Trump not testify until Wednesday because tomorrow is the New Hampshire primary. So that is still going on. The whole E. Jean Carroll thing is crazy to a whole lot of people. Yes. They don't talk about, I mean, 
the nicest way, I think, to say it is how eccentric this person is. Uh, crazy. I'm trying to, I'm just saying the nicest that I could do would be eccentric. Yeah, I mean, so, I agree with you. Sometimes she can't remember the date, and then she lives in the forest and paints the trees this crazy color of blue and has colored rocks and names the mice. I mean, yeah, it's something. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. Oh, yeah, that is true, too. Yeah. Well, so the cat was named know. Vagina. Yeah. Mine were close. I was close to that name. I was leaning that way and then changed yeah. it last minute. And you went with Effie. Effie and, and Camden. Yeah. So why'd you stay away from... Uh... Or her cat was named Vagina. <laughs> because you... people would think I was a loon. And I would be if I did that. Well, yeah. He's he going to the, like, 24-hour vet. Oh, you bring your cat in? Yeah, what's your cat's name? Vagina. Well, not only that, how many times a cat sneaks out when you open the door and did zip gone down the hallway and you're screaming for the cat. <laughs> vagina! <laughs> vagina. You get in here, vagina. <laughs> Golly. Okay. We live in unserious times. Uh, absolutely. Speaking, speaking <laughs> of which, they do this every year. Uh, they come up with some of the weirdest things people leave behind in hotels. Oh, yeah, I love these. I mean, you know, there are common things. They're, you know, clothes, a wallet, you know, keys, picture, whatever. But then you see dentures. Yeah. No. It's, it seems important. Dang. Prosthetic limbs. Yeah. How would you leave without it? I have no idea. Maybe you travel with a spare. I guess. And you forgot it. Maybe. I guess. I don't know. A glass eye? <laughs> well, yeah. you leave that in the cup overnight, you might forget it in the morning, I yeah. guess. I suppose. Um, a clown costume someone left? <laughs> Included well, the wig, the red nose, the shoes, the whole bit? I, I think I'd that probably, was on purpose. I think I'd probably quit my job if I found that. <laughs> You'd just be freaked out. I'd be like, no, I, I'm going to go work somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to know what was going on in that room. No nope. way. No, uh -uh. no. Oh, it involved uh, animals, though, balloon wise, man. <laughs> Was that necessary? Well, <laughs> I'm just insinuating they probably were making balloon animals. Yes. Well, there was another one uh, placed left. Someone left witchcraft paraphernalia. Oh, yeah. See, I'm with David on that one. We're yeah, feet out the door. Burn it down. Well, what would that be? What would be in the witchcraft paraphernalia? I, I, uh, I like tarot cards or something. Animal or, hair. Or like the Ouija board you got for your granddaughter oh. that one time. Remember that? Yeah, perhaps. I'd... And then you realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That's one of the all-timers. Someone left an inflatable boat in a room. With the clown costume. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Yep. Time Excuse to abort. Me, <laughs> Biggest story today. David. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Why we can't have nice things. Uh, no, Permission to come aboard, Captain. Honk, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. honk. <laughs> Arrgh. <laughs> oh, boy. Is that the biggest story today? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I, there's, I, I've got like three dozen <laughs> jokes. <laughs> By what big shoes you have. <laughs> About how they may have blown up the balloons, and I'm not going to go, right, there you go down yes. that road. Uh, okay. Big story of the day, Ron DeSantis out uh, of the Republican presidential primary. Uh, he endorses Trump right away. So there we go. And what does Trump have to say about DeSantis now? 
that and much more coming right up. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, of course, Scott Robbins. Okay, so all water under the bridge now with Trump and DeSantis. Yeah, Donald Trump talking to Fox News says he's cool with having Ron DeSantis help out on the campaign now, even though it was a pretty, you know, brutal campaign. Isn't it always? Yeah. When it's that big a competitor? And uh, we took it, uh, I think I took it quite seriously. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter now because he... Uh, Got out. So uh, that's water he, under the he, bridge now. Yeah, between totally. As far as I'm concerned, look, he endorsed me. You know, mm-hmm. he endorsed me. And I, we have policies very similar, actually. I think those people will all come to me. A lot of them. No doubt about it. Yeah, now, well, as far as DeSantis, I mean, it's going to take a little while, isn't it? Yeah. Or are you just like a political animal and you're like, hey, you knew this going in? Trump was going to throw everything at you, and you could say it was, you know, hitting below the belt at times, but that's just part of the game, and then it's all okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, he's adult enough to recognize that. And, I mean, that's why he's dropping out now. It's like there's no point in continuing this. Uh, all it is just is signing up for more beatings. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like the way that sounded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, say this all the time. You don't, we don't know any of these people. We truly mean or truly know them. You know what I'm saying? But there was that part of his speech where he's saying, it's hard for me to tell people to keep going out and giving all their time and effort and money into this when I just don't see a path. Yeah. You know, thinking beyond himself. Of course, that's a speechwriter. I'm sure that's putting that out there. But I think that's partly genuine. I want to believe that. You know. Did you do you think that when he announced he thought it was going to be more of a coronation, a march to the nomination? I mean, when like he first there. announced, yeah, when he first announced, I think he thought he was going to win it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think too, and I think a lot of us thought he was going to win. It. I thought I he did. was. I thought he was. You know, yeah, yes. And here's the thing, man. That part where I think, and it's been talked about a few times, and we mentioned it last week, and I forget who it was that put it out there on Twitter. Oh, it was the reporter that does stuff for Daily Wire. It was Megan Basham. So you can't underestimate how many people think that Trump really got hosed, not just the last election, but in his presidency, where he couldn't do all the things that he really wanted to do because there was Russia collusion. It was one thing after another after another. And that he is really deserving. He deserves to have that shot to be the president he wanted to be the first time around. I'm like, that's interesting. And I haven't heard too many people talk about that, but it makes sense to me. Because, and we talked about this too, as soon as that first indictment came down and they're raiding Mar-a-Lago and everything else, and there were people that were going to wait and see how this played out, all of a sudden they were with Trump 100%. And in a lot of ways, that was a difference maker. Well, COVID was an undoing, too, for Trump. You mean in the last election? Yeah. 
Oh, yes. I mean, it didn't help him at all. And just the whole. But as far as what happened to DeSantis this time. No, mm-hmm. right. No, but DeSantis. I don't know, man. I, I, people will study this as to the unraveling. Yeah. You I mean, know, should he have simple talked? As he should have gone after Trump early. That's pretty tough. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Who's I, been able to do that and win? Right. Yeah. I mean, how do you straddle that fence? Right? And then, well, he should have been out there, mainstream media. He was ignoring the NBCs and ABCs and everybody else, and that was a critical mistake. Again, I look back at it and say, I don't think there's anything he could have done different. No. I now, he could have ran it better. There's no doubt about that. And he's not the best, you know, in front of a camera. At times, he looks uneasy. Are you saying he didn't do enough with ABC, CBS, and NBC? That's what some people were saying. See, I think he did too much. Oh, in the end. I think because you got to win the primary before you can start going and spreading out the, the popularity. you got to be the nomination. you got to get the nomination. I don't know if going on any of those shows helped him at all. In the end, I don't know if there's anything he could have done different. Yeah, maybe not. So... It is what it is at this point. Well, like David said earlier, too, he did, without Trump debating, you don't get to go one-on-one yeah. with him right. in, in that situation. And that was probably the smartest move Trump could make, politically speaking. Oh, yeah. Like, what? I'm, I have everything to lose here. I'm not doing this. Oh, I think we all wanted to see it. And at the yeah. same time, I would always say, if you're his campaign manager talking about Trump's, would right. you have him do it? No. Nope. Hell no. <laughs> I because lead. You, I can't, I'm in the lead. I'm not doing this. No. no didn't have to do it. Okay, moving on. There's Pete Buttigieg in the news? Yeah, during a, uh, an event at the White House, Joe Biden gave some birthday advice for Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Oh, who, it was his birthday, apparently, and Joe Biden awkwardly had people sing happy birthday to him. We don't have to listen to the entire song portion of this clip, but I didn't want to necessarily edit the whole thing out. And then there is some advice that was given to him after the song. Oh. Secretary Buttigieg. <laughs> Gee whiz. You like that, Scott? Secretary Buttigieg. My wife is going to ship. We have, she has a tradition here. Hey, family. did he? Whoa. I think there was almost a, uh, yeah, there was almost a really bad Hey, was word. that swearing? Not, not intentionally, but nothing really is that he talks about. And then it was, I think he said the. Pete turned 30 today. <laughs> we got my wife is going to ship. We have, she has a her family. Five she needs girls. depends? <laughs> That's not nice to say. Yeah. Wow. Okay, roll on. Five sisters. And everybody's birthday, you got to sing happy birthday. So stand up and let's sing happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy oh, birthday, dear Pete. Happy oh, birthday to you. I'm waiting for George Stephanopoulos to congratulate him because he remembers the words happy birthday. Right. It's the greatest presidential rendition of happy birthday ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And those, and those of you who know my wife know I'm not kidding. By the way, I tell every young man who's telling me, I'm thinking of getting married or something. I said, look, you have any advice? They said, yeah, pick a family with five sisters or more. And they look at me, what the hell is that all about? I said, it's really simple. That way, one of them always loves you, not the same one. Yeah. So Mayor Pete, who's married to a man. A guy. Better marry yeah. Somebody yeah. with five sisters. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
I like to I like to how he introduced it. Like, yeah, and my, you know, there's an old timey tradition. You may not know yeah. it, but my wife shared it with me. We sing happy birthday to people on their birthday. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little known tradition. Yes. Yeah. And she wears the pens. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, does he it. know Nikki Haley from Nancy Pelosi? Huh? Golly. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw this piece. <laughs> I want to share this with you. Uh, quick question from the football games over the weekend. Anyone feel bad for Buffalo Bills fans? A little bit. I yeah, do. I do. Yeah. A lot of suffering over the years. You, you know, it would have been a great win for them. They didn't. They cut to the guy in the crowd that was weeping. Weeping. Oh, I mean, full on yes. ugly face cry. Like, yes. Oh man. It was like it was almost like he's Trump was reelected. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, man, how brutal that is. That's awful. Yeah, that was. You know, awful. When you put that much yeah. into it, everything else, and we yeah. don't know this guy. Was he no. hammered? You don't know. Well, I'm saying yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's usually when the tears flow. So I see this from InsideHook.com. I think it was Real Clear Politics. It, it had the link, and the title of the piece was "A Surprising Superpower for Mental Health: Sports Fandom." And it's these two guys that did all this research and wrote a book about it uh, called Fans Have More Friends. The piece is interesting because it starts, it says, it's an age-old vignette that probably feels familiar to everyone scattered across the universe of sports fandom. A parent consoling a sobbing kid as whatever nemesis franchise celebrates on TV. The family team has been eliminated from the playoffs. The world knocked off its axis. And the parent says, you know, we're going to be all right. We'll get them next year. And inside, they're actually thinking, I feel those tears too, kid. I wish someone would give me a hug right now. (laughs) This is all my fault. I did this to you, didn't I? I couldn't help myself with their own kid. It's like you pass it down. So it's like a curse. But the writers say that's dead wrong. It's actually a blessing. Every loss, every late-season collapse, every ill-timed injury, every retirement by a team captain, every pilgrimage to the arena that costs an arm and both legs – it's all a gift, a lifelong bundle like no other. So even the unluckiest fans, the ones whose parents never saw a playoff win, are luckier than those who don't root for any team at all. And it yeah. goes into it because of the relationships. Because in the end, if you have a favorite team, follow the team, you'll end up to have more friendships. And the more sports you're into, that means even more friends. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this in your own life? Yeah, I think so. Have you? I never even thought about it until I read it and I started thinking, oh, yeah, I share this with this person. Sure. I share this team with that. I share the love of this sport with this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all these things. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that that really is true. Well, I've been going to a baseball game with the same two guys every year for like 30 years. Yes. Share a mutual love of the game and, and particularly for that particular team that when they did win the World Series, I was near a coma. Yeah, that's too bad. Huh? For those that don't know, um, very little of the game. The Royals and the Cubs win the World Series back to back. Yeah, and I'm your two favorite teams. Completely out of my mind. You have both. no yeah. memory for either. Very little memory of the Cubs more than the Royals. I have no memory of the Royals, but the Cubs a little bit. 
But I'm no. still in the hospital bed. Yeah. Yeah, that was your heart attacks. And me and one of the buddies that goes on that trip with you were, you know, different playoff games that would be on a different channel that they had at the hospital. Yeah. And we're trying to rig it up in your room <laughs> only to realize that you have no memory of it anyway. No. have any idea. Yeah. What you guys were doing, shadow puppets or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, it says it's the same as far as families go that sports fans are likelier to have a close relationship with their moms, dads, siblings, than non-fans of sports. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that they could have juiced the data on this a little bit, but I found it to be really interesting. I think I think there's something to that. I mean, like, my stepdad and I are pretty close because of, uh, well, used to be a shared love of the Houston Astros. Yes. Then I realized that Major League Baseball hates me. Yeah. And now the rivalry between my stepdad and I will never die. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're, we're, still, we're still good. We still have the Longhorns. All right. So you got that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we've talked about this. It's been a long time, I think, Scott. And we're not the only ones that you're growing up. And at some point in time, maybe you have a bumpy relationship with your dad. Mm-hmm. But you always got baseball. You could always, no matter how bad or yeah. how intense it was, you could always talk about baseball, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, and we, and that's why I wish he would have been alive when the Cubs won. That would have been I something. keep trying to put a smile on this, and you keep dragging. Yeah, it no, no, I'm down. just, say, I'm just oh saying. I thought goodness. about. I remember thinking a lot about him that <laughs> night, though. Going well, he did see the Bulls win, though, so that was good. Let's see there, there, yeah. that's happening. Yeah, that's, that's good. The Bears, he would have had to live another lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> but he got to see him in '85. Well, yeah. He did get to see that, so that was good. Okay. Um, there's other stuff we got to get to. Oh, wait a minute. There is a Democrat out there saying that all Republicans want to undermine democracy. Yes. Can we just stop it with this? Democracy's in the balance nonsense. All right, we'll get to that. And the smell of women's tears. What does it do to a guy? Yeah, this is wild. Come on up. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. 
Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So all Republicans want to undermine democracy, according to? Uh, according to New Hampshire Democrat Senator Maggie Hassan, she was on Meet the Press and gave away the Democrats' game. It doesn't matter who Republicans vote for. It wouldn't matter if it's uh, Nikki Haley. It wouldn't matter if it's Ron DeSantis. It wouldn't matter if it was even Asa Hutchinson, much, much less Donald Trump. No matter what, they're all going to be called fascist Nazis who want to destroy American democracy. Okay. Trump is very likely to win the nomination from everything we're seeing, but I think people need to be really clear here, regardless of which Republican wins the nomination, whether it is Haley or DeSantis or Trump. What we have is a group of Republicans who are all aligned with Donald Trump, would all undermine our democracy and ignore the rule of law. How? Election denial! Again, is there going to be a legacy media outlet that will ever report on how the Democrats tried to deny the 2016 election? No. No, they'll, they'll say it's different because it didn't end with a riot at the Capitol. I mean, I would suggest that if you are going to a secret court with the FBI and opening up an investigation, an, an espionage investigation against a duly elected president of the United States, that is a much greater threat to American democracy than a bunch of goobers going into the Capitol on January 6th. Agree. We had cities literally set on fire. Blocks taken over. Yes. And that wasn't a bunch of Republicans out doing that. We had the White House in concert with big tech on what stories could be reported and what could not be reported Jeez. so the people would know what was going on threat to democracy we changed the way people vote we changed the voting laws okay i mentioned what about the smell of women's tears yeah what does it do to a guy smells like a breakup <laughs> it makes a guy less aggressive mm. yeah well i think the sight makes you less aggressive it, they did this study with smell what they did is had a bunch of women watch a sad movie and collected their tears. Not joking. Meanwhile, they had dudes play a special video game designed to aggravate them. Like their points were unfairly taken away just to get them ticked off. <laughs> so once the dudes were you know, like, Rrr! researchers had them sniff either the woman's tears or a small amount of saline solution to see. And they found that the dudes were 44% less aggressive after getting a whiff of women's tears. Mm. 
Soften them up like, oh. Hmm. Well, have you ever been in an argument with someone and then there's tears and then yeah. you back off, Scott? Oh, yeah, of course. I think only what, like 67, 68 times? In my life? Something like that. 73 after this week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Barkley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, so uh, Trump congratulated Ron DeSantis. Yeah, ran a good race, Ron. After he dropped out, Donald Trump took a moment yesterday at a campaign event to congratulate Ron DeSantis for dropping out. Very nice. (laughs) This usually does happen. Has he ever been like, you know what, and I still can't stand him? Maybe, well, if, if they don't endorse him right after. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true, yeah. Before we begin, I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a really terrific person who had gotten to know his wife, Casey, for having run a great campaign for president. He did. He ran a, a really good campaign, I will tell you. It's not easy. They think it's easy doing this stuff, right? It's not easy. Time out. I- You're laughing. Go ahead, David. Well, I ran a great campaign. All right. Great campaign. I mean, sure. I mean, I might have been sharing a conspiracy theory that he was diddling underage girls while he was a teacher. And, well, yeah. But right. hey, it's all part of it. You know, it's not easy. I hit him hard. Yeah, okay. Right. I hit him hard. And then, you know, now we're friends. It's all good. But as you know, he left the campaign trail today at 3 p.m. And in so doing, he was very gracious and he endorsed me. So I appreciate it. I appreciate that, and I also look forward to working with Ron and everybody else to defeat Crooked Joe Biden. There you go. It's Crooked Joe. Mm-hmm. There you go. That that stays the same. Yeah. I, I think you really should be going with Joe Bryden. I like that. Not bad, David. Yeah. I like that, too. Has Trump ever uttered that yet? I have not heard him do that. That's pretty solid. I think it's solid, too. Submit that, Van Camp, today. <laughs> Trademark it. Send in, it in. The Trump insult hotline. <laughs> Every once in a while, someone will say to one of us, hey, someone else was listening to you guys because I saw it somewhere else. I don't know that that's true. A lot of people just are thinking the same things. But if you hear Joe Bryden in the next 24 hours, that's got to go back to Van Camp. That's his. Because I had not heard that one yet. Um, you know, as far as news goes, you probably saw the story um, where Iran, it's something different every day with Iran. And we've got, you know, our troops with traumatic brain injuries yeah. from the attack. <sighs> not surprised by that. I'm not surprised by it either. But I don't know who else thinks like this. When I saw that story... And it said, U.S. Central Command said in a statement that most of the missiles were intercepted by uh, the air defense systems while others impacted on the base. 
this missile attack on U.S. forces um, in Iraq. And yes, a number of U.S. personnel undergoing evaluation for traumatic brain injuries. And I keep hearing, you know, the worst fears in the Middle East right now is that this conflict with Hamas and Israel will grow within the region. Isn't the worst fear something that happens to our men and women yeah. that are fighting to protect the country? We lost a couple of Navy SEALs. Yeah. And now traumatic brain injuries mm-hmm. for our people. And people are wondering, where's Biden on this? Well, that made you laugh. Please. Bombing some people in Yemen, although he's also admitting that it's not working, but he's going to keep doing that. Yeah, the Hooties, we'll hit them here and there. I mean, they're going to keep doing it, though. Mm-hmm. That's got to stop, does it not? Well, we're, the biggest fear is the conflict growing wider within the region. Yeah. But couldn't you make the argument that the opposition is feeling emboldened? Like, they, oh, like, what are they going to do? Uh, right. A little, you know, might hit us here, hit us there, but it's not going to be any big deal. And I don't want to get us into a war. It's not that. It's just you get the feeling there are parts of the world that certainly don't respect the United States and what kind of response there could be. I think that's safe enough to say. Well, rightfully so. Um, also saw this out of the New York Post. And this got my attention, at least the headline. Shocking survey reveals the reason elites are out of touch. And it isn't why you think. Okay, I'm game. What's in this piece? Talks about the United States has a wealthy partisan elite class that's not only immune from and numb to the problems of their countrymen, but enormously confident in and willing to impose unpopular policies on them. Okay, what are we talking about here? It doesn't affect them. It's a new survey Scott Rasmussen conducted on behalf of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Right, And so they did this, did this with elites, people with at least one postgraduate degree, earning more than 150 grand, living in zip codes where the population density exceeds 10,000 per square mile. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's easy to understand or not. But this is what they found out. Um, a much higher proportion of the elites consider themselves Democrats. That'd be 73% and approve of Joe Biden's performance as president. 84% yeah. of these people. Had you already seen this, David? Yeah, I mentioned some of the stats last week. I thought so. I didn't know if this was the yeah. same piece or not. Okay, then you have 74% of the elites and 88% of the super elites, even richer, report their personal finances are on the upswing. Yeah. Well, no wonder everything's great. Well, yeah, of course, because... The thumb they put on the necks of the people under them doesn't affect them at all. So who cares? Um, they don't care. Yes. So then you get to a stunning 77% of elites and 89% of super elites support the strict rationing of meat, gas, and electricity. Golly. Had you seen that part before? No. David? I did not see that, but um, go away, communist. Go away. Wow. Rationing of meat, gas, and electricity. That's insane. The little people. Because they're not thinking that's ever going to affect them. Man. 72% and 81% would ban the use of gas-powered cars. I don't want those little people driving wherever they want. It's right. polluting Terrible. the environment. I can't breathe. You kidding me? Uh, 55% and 70% of the 
Super elites would prevent Americans from engaging in non-essential air travel. And check this, this is the last part. 47 and 55% think the government affords Americans, quote, too much freedom. Mm. Wow. Mm. Man. You know, that's crazy to me. And in a little bit, because a lot of times I'll say, you know, I think if most Americans just knew the truth of what was going on, that they would think a lot alike. And then I see something like this. I'm like, maybe not. No. I, I guess to make you feel better is, uh, you know, most people wouldn't fit into that category. This is true. And I mean, what I'll probably butcher the joke, but but what is it that politics really comes down to? It's the elites getting the people with pitchforks and torches to claim that the other guys stole their pitchforks and torches. <laughs> Basically yeah. get the mob to turn on each other. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, there have been people who have said if the working class that are, you know, the elites are always trying to divide by race. If they get together, then it's going to be trouble for the elites. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you hear, you, you've heard about this kind of stuff in like sci-fi movies and things over the years, you know? Like what? Some unbelievable force behind the curtain that is, you know, controlling all the yep. little people in the world. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'm, I mean, it's also the arrogance of the of the wealthy. Knowing what's good for everybody. Yeah, thinking that, well, you know, I made this money, and therefore I know how all life works. And I right. don't mean to be melodramatic, but revolutions have been fought over less than that. This is true. Oh, that put a little fear in the sky. Hey, man, I, listen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I ain't one of those guys, so I'll be down here with uh, everybody else with my pitchfork in hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trudging up that hill. Uh, also in the news, not as heavy as that, but, you know, a head scratcher for some people. There is a school in North Carolina that has struggled with kids making TikTok videos during class. So they took out the bathroom mirrors. Thinking that would help with the distraction. Because kids are going into the bathroom and then they're, you know, taking their TikTok videos into the mirror. Hmm. And so they decided, okay, we're just taking the mirrors out. And we think that's going to help. As far as all of this school distraction, you know, you know, all of a sudden the kid says they got to go to the restroom. You got to let a kid go to the restroom and then they're in the bathroom forever. Okay. Of course, some people said, why don't you take the cell phones away? Yeah, that seems easier. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, there's some schools where they got baskets. The teacher just collects all the cell phones in the basket. At the end of class, you pick them up, go to the next class, put them in a the basket. Yeah. And off you go. I don't yes. understand why that's such a hard concept. I mean, when I, I was either. in high school, cell phone use became a little bit more uh, popular. Um, I mean, it was flip phones and maybe, maybe some text messaging, but not, not as, you know, constant as it is right now. But even then, it was like, if you got caught with your phone, it's going to go to the principal's office and your mom has to come pick it up at the end of the day. Right. Well, and... As far as the schools that have done this and there have been follow-up reports, well, what'd you find out? Kids love it. There's not the pressure to respond to things all the time. Right. Grades are up. Kids are doing better now paying attention in class. Well, the school spokesperson here, North Carolina, said, well, we're trying to educate students. Like, we all have cell phones now. We have to learn to use them. We have to learn when to put them down. Well, learning by, like, right when you walk into class. Right. Yeah, right. What's the problem with that? From day one, here's here's sure. what happens. Yes. I would think. Yes. 
And there's a new device out now that can cure your allergies by electrocuting your nose. Okay, I, I see that headline. I'm like, what is that? Then I read the story, and it sort of makes sense to me where this could work. It's a new gadget called Nasocalm, and it just hit Kickstarter. So you strap it to your face for 15 minutes a day, and it supposedly makes your allergies a lot better. And what it does, you got six electrodes, three for each nostril. Yeah. Put it on the nostril. It delivers small electric shocks to stimulate the muscles in your nose. So the claim is by making your nose muscles contract and relax, it helps clear your sinuses and lets you breathe easier. Now, if you've ever used a TENS unit where you're putting, you know, like the yeah. patch on your back, whether it's lower back, upper back, wherever you've got, you know, muscle strain, and all of a sudden, you know, you get that little shock and it seizes up and then it relaxes, that can help. Yeah, I'm not, you know, a doctor or a scientist, anything else. So but you I know smell your nose hair is burning. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know that you put it inside. I would guess it's outside. I don't have a picture of it. They're planning to sell it for a hundred bucks. Yeah. But that you can get it for sixty bucks on Kickstarter. Would you help? Would you do that? A little electric. Would I? No. If your sinuses were terrible, I, I have some sinus issues, but nothing that would lead me to do that. No, to put electrodes on my nose. Have you ever had it like a tens? You know where they no. put the. Have you, David, with yeah. your bad back? Yeah. Yeah. Do you find it helpful? Sometimes more than other. I, yeah. It, it's kind of. You're never sure, are you? No. I just trust people that do it. And it's like, oh, yeah, it does seem to be a little bit loosened up. It feels better when you stop it because it can, can kind of hurt. Oh, yeah. If you put it like up on your shoulders yeah. and all of a sudden, you know, you, you keep like flinching one way. And if you're in a room of people, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> doing this tens unit thing. It's part of it. Don't mind me. I'll be fine. But, you know, there are some places on your body you're not supposed to put those, depending on where the muscle strain is. I would think so. But you know. Oh, Harvard. Boy, they don't learn a lesson, do they? We'll get to that much more coming up. you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember angie's list is now angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i or download the app today Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. 
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Saw this story the other day. Maybe you heard about this on Friday. Harvard University announced the formation of an anti-Semitic task force. Got to do something about all the anti-Semitism here. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a step in the right direction, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's see. It's co-chaired by who? What? That guy? The professor? that also signed on to the letter in August that accused Israel of illegal occupation of millions of Palestinians. Well, there you go. And forcing Palestinians to live, quote, under a regime of apartheid. Yeah. Okay, that's a false narrative, obviously. The letter also accused the current Israeli government of a messianic, homophobic, and misogynistic agenda and endorsed a demand from elected leaders in the United States that they restrict American military aid from being used in the occupied Palestinian territories. Now, like when these weirdos demand things. Yeah. Yeah, We demand. Based on what? Shut up. And that's the person you pick to co-chair the anti-Semitism task force. Yeah. Yeah. Real serious about your efforts, I can tell. My goodness. David, many times you've called Dolly Parton an American treasure. I know she you're is fan. an American treasure. Yes, I don't disagree. Um, you know, she put out the album of rock covers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd that do? Oh, Scott Robbins. I'm just a asking. Shade. I'm just asking. Who bought that record? I don't know. Okay, I think it did all right. She David, released some other songs. It? I, from this. I don't know yeah. if you if you heard she released some other songs that weren't on the album. No. Like bonus tracks. Okay. Like well. uh, hit me with your best shot. You want to hear a sample? Sure. Okay. You're not a fan, Scott, I can tell. No. You know, I've listened to that song a lot. I've never heard it before until Dolly sang it. Okay, if if no one said who it was, what the age of the person was, anything else, and just played that, what would your reaction be? Would it be the same? No. I would say there's something about this woman that I find enchanting. <laughs> okay. Tell me more. That's mm-hmm. a lot. So the other night in Nashville, the Grand Ole Opry held a tribute to Dolly at the Ryman Auditorium. It's a birthday. Are you familiar with the artist L. King? She hoped. She helped host the New Year's Eve bash on CBS where Leonard Skinner played. So that was the first time I'd really seen her. She seemed to be a little drunk. She was, well, people that were there saying she ruined it because she was obviously hammered. And then someone. E-L-E King, right? Yes. Okay. And then she was saying, you're not getting your money back, basically. Like, you ain't getting your money back. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing is true. Good, because you ain't getting it. 
say one thing more. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm f***ing hammered. Hi, I'm L. King, and I'm bleeping hammered. Yep, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Golly. Yes. Dolly's sister came out and defended her. Said, yeah, she's a hillbilly. I mean, that's... Like, that's the first time someone's gotten hammered at the Grand Ole Opry? Okay. Still, no one wants to see it. That's You know, that reminds me of every good reason I don't drink anymore. <laughs> right there. Well, yeah, Wait, she the forgot next day, the, the regrets. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, she butchered the whole thing. Just... And then all the phone calls and apologies the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who needs that? I don't want it. <laughs> I don't miss any of that. No. Holy smokes. Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day is that Dolly Parton is still a national treasure. Even with that butchered cover. No, that's fine. Right. Yeah, okay, that's fine. All right, we got to get to a news update. And the Robin's Track Factor coming up. Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. So now that Ron DeSantis is out of the race, Nikki Haley is questioning Donald Trump's mental fitness. Uh Uh Uh-oh. They were talking about that this morning. NBC. Haley also sharpening her attacks on Trump, highlighting his age, after Trump seemed to repeatedly confuse her with Nancy Pelosi when discussing the Capitol riots. Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people, soldiers, National Guard, whatever they want. Haley weighing in. They're saying he got confused. When you're dealing with the pressures of a presidency, we can't have someone else that we question whether they're mentally fit to do this. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oops. Where do you think this is going to go? Not well for her. He's going to really go after her. If you're going to try to make this a wedge issue that people are going to vote for you because they think he's mentally unfit, good luck with that one. Oh, yeah. I think she's got some very deep-seated problems. You can only imagine where that's going to go. Yeah. I mean, if you are running her campaign... And Trump makes that mistake the other night and is saying it's Nikki Haley when he obviously got her confused with Pelosi. Would you make it an issue? I think I'd make it a joke, yeah. Yeah. Not so much like, we can't have another person like the blah, blah, blah. Kind of make it a joke like, hey, you know, by the way, I had nothing to do with security at the Capitol on that day. Uh, Boy, I think it's a little concerning that the guy thinks I did. That's a pretty decent tactic. Yeah. You know, for the record, it wasn't me. I was not in charge. Right. Yeah. But when you when you know you're gonna you're you're heading towards the slaughter. Yes. I mean, you're down twenty with two minutes to go. You just keep throwing the ball into the end zone. I mean, you hope something sticks. It's all you got. We all still think this whole thing's over. Wait, right? it is. It is. By all, right. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going to win her home state. I mean, I got to tell you, I was a little taken aback that he actually mixed up the two names. I was, too. So I'm not alone there. I'm not saying he's not fit. But, I mean, if we're to be honest, if that was Biden, that would just be another in a long list of things. It'd be like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is one thing. Right. 
But still, I'm like, whoa, man, Nikki Haley. No. Whoa, dude. I don't. I never mix those two up. And I've been mixed up about a lot of other things, but that ain't one yeah. of them. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's a tough one there. I would agree. All right. Another news update, too, is... Is this Corrine Jean-Pierre, David? Oh, yeah. So another horrible story out of uh, Fairfax County, Virginia, where an illegal immigrant uh, is charged, was arrested for allegedly uh, raping a minor. (sighs) ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, wanted to uh, place a detainer on him, said, hey, you got to hand him over. Local authorities there. Hey, we're we're a sanctuary jurisdiction, so oh we're not going to do goodness. that. We're going to let them back out on the streets. You're breaking the law. Yeah, in multiple ways. So uh, Fox News' Peter Ducey asked uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, about this situation and uh, about how the Biden administration is failing the American people on the issue at the border. Authorities in Fairfax County, Virginia, ignored an ICE detainer. They released an illegal immigrant from Honduras who was charged with sexually assaulting a Virginia minor and production of sexual abuse material. Doesn't that go to show that as record numbers of people appear at the border, you guys have no idea what kind of people are coming into this country? Let me just say, uh, first of all, this is why the president is having negotiations with the Senate senators, Republicans and Democrats, right, for the past couple of weeks to deal with what's going on at the border security, right, as it, re- as it relates to border security. This is why the president on day one put forward a comprehensive immigration plan that you open the more than three years now, Congress no. didn't do anything about. No. It's just the same nonsense. And Mayorkas would say the same thing. Yeah. And innocent people, I mean, get hurt and worse. Yes. All over the place. It's disgusting. Just leave it there for now. Okay, you ready for your big three, Scotty? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, three. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' trifecta, his top three of the day. Helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Couple of big football games you were invited to yesterday to watch, but no show. Where were you? Believe me, I didn't want to go. Well, then why don't you just tell me that? Rather I'm than, ready. Yeah, I'm coming. You never three. shows up. Never. Nothing. Number three, Three. you're telling me Joe Biden mocks Donald Trump for mixing up, what, Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi? This is a really bad strategy. Well, I don't know if Biden did, but his people did. But of all the people to make fun of someone's mental acuity, Joe Biden? Wow. The falling gaff machine? I would say walking, but I can't really say it here. Golly. He said, uh, I don't agree with Nikki Haley on everything. But we do agree on this much. She is not Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> what a fun Jackie, guy that Joe Biden Where's is. Jackie? Yeah. I didn't think she, she was going to be here. Uh, there was also some shots taken at uh, Trump thinking that Biden was Obama on several occasions. We've heard about this one. Now, for Trump, he said he does this on purpose. And that's what I always thought. I thought he was just doing it on purpose. Interesting. Because it was like he thinks, you know, Obama's pulling the strings anyway here. That sure as heck isn't Joe running anything. Wow. But at any rate, so here we go. And again, this is like me making fun of a bald guy. 
<laughs> now, on with the countdown. Please. Scott Robbins trifecta top yeah. three of the day. For being bald, by the way, yeah. Up to number uh-huh. two. Uh, number two, Democrats are freaking out about Trump. <laughs> now the Florida ones. Uh, no, about DeSantis coming home. Oh, about DeSantis. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Ron DeSantis will not be elected president in 2024. We know that. But he is still the governor of Florida. We know that. And he will be for a while now. So uh, people, now that he's dropped out, are just losing their minds on social media. DeSantis ending his presidential campaign is great for America, but bittersweet for Floridians. He's returning mid-session angrier than ever. If there's ever been a time to register to vote and to take back Florida, it's now. He's coming for us harder than ever. Coming for who? The Floridians. He's mad. He's going to love him. He's going to take out his pound of flesh. God only knows what he has up his sleeve now. Hmm. And that's when the tears came. I know. Yeah, he's coming back angry. He's going to show us how further he can destroy Florida. Casey has probably been berating him to try to act like a normal person. I'm sure she's really mad at him right now. She wanted that title. Where's this from? These are just randos for the most part. Oh, my God! Just reacting. But it's all over the place. They're freaked out that he's coming back to Florida. He won gonna, Florida in a landslide. He's going to take his vengeance out. Oh. Tears of rage. <laughs> <laughs> and the countdown continues. Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, one. I'll tell you what, this segment is worth it just for hearing tears of rage one more time. <laughs> uh, yes. Liberals hosted a no-pants day on public transportation. God. What? I don't know how I missed this story last week. I didn't see it. Saw it today, though. I'm not sure about this one. Uh, Leaning towards the angry and crying over it, not laughing and pointing. But anyway, stay classy, Democrats. Phoenix hosted a light rail no-pants day recently. No-pants day. No-pants day on their light rail transportation system last week. One of the advertisements for the event labeled it as the return of no-pants day. So they've done this before, I guess. So it returned this time, and there was lots of bondage dudes, furries, children, of course, were on board. Some of the light rail where these idiots were yeah. strolling around. From our friends from Phoenix, it's it's not, hey, everyone's encouraged to wear shorts. No, it's freak day. It's freak yeah. day. You know it's freak day when you say no pants. Of course you could wear shorts if you'd like. Yes. That's yeah, part of the can. deal. Right. But, you know, every knucklehead with his bondage outfit is going to come strolling down. Some dude in his tidy whities yes. or a thong. And yeah. the kids are going to be on the bus, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. I don't understand. If you just decided we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Okay. What happens? The freaks, what? They're upset with you? They're going to vote right. for somebody else? They're going to find another right. what politician that's freakier? Yeah. Really? I mean, it, it reminds me, you know, way back in the day of rock radio and you would get calls for Slayer. You need to do an all Slayer weekend. Well, they're not going to do that. Just not. And in the end, is there another radio station where you're going to go get the all Slayer weekend? No, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so what are you going to do? So, no, we're going to stop doing the no pants rail day or whatever. Yeah, this, where are the freaks going to go? Picture this dude walking down in his leather jacket on, his leather hat, and, of course, his underwear to tidy whities. It's gonna say leather jacket, leather hat. I'm tracking so far, but yeah, then then you yeah. ruin it. Yeah, with his you know, leather boots on. Whatever mm-hmm. happened to the argument of respect what people do in the privacy of their own home? 
Dude, I don't know. Do whatever you want. And again, I don't care. I've always said that. What you do behind closed doors is your business. If two consenting adults want to do that, as long as you're not hurting anything, including animals. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to to make sure that I put that in there. All right? Yeah. Before your heart attacks, it was just other people. Yeah, well, now, now you're yeah, including. Well, you got to protect the animals. You're alone. But, you know, it, it's just, but we, we're not, and again, this is an excuse to be a weirdo in public. Well, yeah. that, yes, and then some people will want to invite the kids because it's an educational experience. They should know that people don't necessarily think like they do. Yeah, that's appropriate for an eight-year-old. Yeah, you're a terrible exactly. parent. No, you're a terrible parent, yeah. yeah period. And there you have it. Thank you, Casey. Scott Robbins, Trifecta, top three of the day. And that is freaky, isn't it? Yes. I don't understand it. All right. We got to get to another news update. And Nimrod's in the news. Fun stuff straight ahead. With a buck, buck here, buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. This ad furnished by Nesmatajou LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com my doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it's the easiest way to play. It's just you against the numbers. And if Stefan Diggs makes that catch in the fourth quarter last night, yeah, Van Camp would have been looking good. Yeah, I, I would have been up a uh, hundred bucks actually. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Josh Allen fell short of the uh, 228 yards uh, that he needed. And if you didn't have what five drop passes or whatever it was, yeah. 
would have been over uh and i would have won some money but instead you know i lost a little bit but that's that's, that's okay you're still uh, up yeah it's easy you know you pick more or less than the stat projections on two to six players it's that simple and uh they just made it more exciting too as well scott yeah you can now win up to 100 times your money with just four correct picks you can turn $10 into a grand, man. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Yeah, and, and, and look, you're not worrying about tinkering with lineups or anything like that. It's just pick more or less than the stat projections. You can knock that thing out in 60 seconds and, well, either be completely wrong like I wound up being. Thank you very much. <laughs> Buffalo Bills uh, receiving core, um, or you know you, you're in the money. Yeah, yeah. Price Picks even offers what they call a reboot policy, so that your entries stay in place even if one of your players gets injured. Yeah, I've seen that over the weekend. Oh yeah. So for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Yeah, get started right now. Go to PrizePicks.com/mvcr. Use code mvcr for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's pricepicks.com forward slash MVCR and use the code MVCR. Again, the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. News update. David Van Camp. What is oh. it, this kid? He's got a bunch of Stanley Cups. Well, she, yeah. The, the Stanley Cup thing has, has become this weird phenomenon. I mean, even yeah. my sister is part of this, and it's because she's on TikTok. I and mean, she's brainwashed like millions of Americans that whatever's <laughs> popular on TikTok must yeah. be something that they have to get. It's just a insulated mug. That's it, but it's this big cultural trend right now. 16-year-old girl from Alabama says her parents have spent around $3,000 over the last year to collect, help her collect every style and color of Stanley Cup available. Holy cow. You're a collector, Scott. No, I'm not into this. I don't, this is well, no. This is it, worth money. Well, the, <laughs> the thing is... She's not treating it like an investment because even the the limited edition runs, yeah. oh, she's drinking out of them. Yeah, see, that devalues right away. Unless you get some famous person to drink out of it. <laughs> okay. It's, again, man, I, these things I just don't understand. Yeah, well, you know, but I know people collect. It's what they do. I understand. Um, did you know today is National Grandpa Day? Yeah. Has anyone wished you a happy day? Like no. any of your grandkids? None? None of them. I don't think the Grandpa Day gets a whole lot of traction, does it? Because no, I hadn't it heard of it no until traction. I saw it. You know, I'm like, what? Today's National Grandpa Day. It's also National Hot Sauce Day. I think there's more traction on that, actually, than the Grandpa thing. National Grandpa Day should be every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get the Nimrods rolled out. Here we go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. We start in Oklahoma. Southeastern Oklahoma. A radio station apparently is off the air. The owners say thieves cut down a broadcast tower. Oh, boy. They were after the copper and the cables. Yeah. But they cut up to about... 80 to 100 feet of copper and hauled it off, but that's only worth about 100 bucks. But the damage they caused to the broadcast tower is around half a million dollars. So they went off the air last week, initially thought it was because of the weather, 
but when they saw the tower, they realized there was foul play involved. Suspects got away for now, but the authorities are working with local scrapyards to try to track them down. We'll see what happens there. Probably their competition. (laughs) Take them out. (laughs) And then a DoorDash driver got caught with chocolate on his lips and other parts of his face after eating someone's cookies delivering. And the person that caught him caught it on camera. And, and this is where she is accusing him. My box of cookies. Why are they it's open? It's open. The box is open. Why is it open? You was eating it. You got chocolate on your mouth. No. You got chocolate right there on your mouth. He says no, but you can see it right oh, there. You eating my cookies? Yeah. You was eating them. It's open. Okay. I'm reporting you to DoorDash. See, that was irritating. And the thing that was irritating for Robbins was someone else saying, oh, and... <laughs> Why was it? Oh, in. Oh, in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Nimrod's in the news.